Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, welcome to Fightful. It is June 19th, 2023. We are here for your WWE Raw review, and we're here every single weeknight. Raw on Mondays, NXT Tuesdays, Dynamite Wednesdays, ROH and Impact Thursdays, SmackDown on Fridays, and now AEW Collision on Saturdays. And hey, now every Sunday, every other Sunday, however many Sundays it is, we're going to be here as well. We got Forbidden Door this Sunday, we got plugs for you guys later. I'll uh, approach those when they're applicable. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe. All that good stuff. You know the drill. We got Denise Salcedo here. Denise, how you doing? I'm doing really good. How are you, Sean? I'm good. How often do people accidentally spell your name Densi? Densi? Never. Dency. They spell Denise. Okay. Because I accidentally typo your name a lot when I'm, I'm doing the the things and it goes oh, oh i know what you mean d-n-s-i-e okay yeah yep. because that happens to me too when i'm typing so fast i always write denzi salcedo <laughs> and i there have you to go. go back and fix it so yeah that even happens to me too well if you want to make our pocketbooks a little more dense give us some super chats give us some humper chats <laughs> you were really proud of that one weren't you humperchats.com YouTube.com slash Fightful. That gets your question or statement read on the air. It helps us guide this show because what you guys want to talk about is what we talk about. So uh, get those Super Chats. Get those Humper Chats in. Our great moderator, Luis, uh, is going to take those down. Starting this Saturday, our, our friend Drew is going to be helping with the Collision Show. Uh, if you missed our post-Collision Show, uh, I joined Iridian, Riccicino, and Cresta this past Saturday as an insider. I'll be popping up on there every so often as I am the Friday shows as well. But I am very, very proud of that panel. You guys are going to love that panel. Make sure you check them out every Saturday. And I'll be uh, running in over there. This week, in addition to all that that we got going on, uh, we got Stephanie Chase doing predictions with me for Forbidden Door. Then on Sunday, 
Forbidden Door, myself and Julie Cutler. I believe old Densi here is going to be in Toronto. Yeah, Densi will be there. Wow, in Toronto. Let's see what we can get Jimmy Van to pay for for Denise this weekend. Man, you make me seem like a charity case, Sean. Cha- no, 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 no. You're not a charity cha- case. No, no, you're not a charity case. I do that all the time when I go to Toronto, Denise. Dinner's you're on like, Jimmy. Let's see what we can get her, get him to pay for. Like, no, what? listen. Okay, listen. <laughs> I I learned something visiting Toronto. It's my second home. Love it. I'm gutted that I can't go this weekend. But Jimmy ran a very, very, very successful business for many years before he he retired from there. And I became good friends with a lot of, of that staff. And I saw what they did there. What they would do is after the Jays game, there'd be like 15 of us out. And then they would call Jimmy and they'd be like, Jimmy, we want to go to dinner. SRS is here. We got to treat him good. We got to treat him good, Jimmy. And then we would go out and they would get the most ridiculous bullshit that I have ever seen that would fill up the table. So I think Jimmy can handle expensing a fightful contingent meal for some people in Toronto. I think you can do it. It ain't a charity case, Denise. You've you've earned this. You've earned Thank this. Thank you. I'll make sure to get like some free Taco Bell. They've they've yeah. got Taco Bell there, right? Uh I don't know. I don't know. I've only ever been to Vancouver. I've never been know. to Toronto. So I don't know if they've got Taco Bell. Kai says Den CD's nuts. Damn that was <gasps> oh shit. Den CD's nuts. <laughs> Damn, wish I would have. I want mm. that. Can I have that? I need yeah. that. I need to steal <laughs> that. I'm sorry. That is great. <laughs> Damn. All right. Uh, Wires Addict. These nuts. <laughs> Wires Addict says, not even going to lie. Denise is definitely a Hufflepuff. Sean is a Ravenclaw. I've been told I'm a Slytherin. I don't know what that means. That's a Harry Potter thing, means. right? Yeah. Yeah. I assume so. Okay. Because I was going to say, I, I remember Hufflepuff from something. Guys, a few more quick plugs to get out of the way. I've got an interview with Brian Zane dropping on Tuesday, Wrestling with Regret, former ROH name. Uh, We've also got Nova, Mike Bucci, Simon Dean. He does not do a lot of interviews in general. Uh, He's like local to my area now. I was able to speak with him at Squared Circle Expo. It's a great talk. I'm hoping to talk to him more at length in the future, but that is dropping this week as well. I got uh, another lost interview that's dropping next week, but I'll be heading to London next Monday. So you'll be getting Alex and Kate here on the main feed. Cause Denise will be actually traveling back from uh, forbidden door. So lots of stuff that we've got over the next two oh weeks. <laughs> oh, so I won't God. forget. We got, we got too much to get into. Yeah. Can but- we get into the first thing? What is the first thing? You know the first thing. The Cincinnati Reds are in first place. Joey Votto's back. He hit a home run. It's a good time. That's not what I was talking about. We got we got a contest going on my Twitter right now. I'm going to pin it at the top. All you got to do is retweet this, this, uh, this tweet. Subscribe here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. And you're, you're entered to win one of three free viewings of New Japan Forbidden Door. We're going to do them for money in the bank and all kinds of stuff as well. Is that what? Is that what it was? You know what, Sean? I'm over this. Go with the is show. It, I don't even care it, what we do. Is it about the stories I broke on FightfulSelect.com about CM Punk today? Was that it? Just $5 a month? Was it about the Backstage Report podcast? The biggest Backstage Report podcast I've ever done. Over 40 minutes. I reviewed AEW Collision. I reviewed SmackDown. I was there live, Denise. Denise, did you know... 
uh, that my videos did over 3.5 million views from SmackDown this past Friday. Did you get, did you make some money off of that? Uh, eventually it's an investment. You know, WWE is not going to let me monetize those, but we got some, we got some subscribers. We're doing shorts and all that stuff as well. But we had some spoilers ahead of Raw on FightfulSelect.com. We had news on Rhea Ripley. We had news on Hit Row. They, they had a lot of people talking about them this weekend. All kinds of stuff on FightfulSelect.com today. And we got even more. But Densi. Sean. We, we got a little bit of a appropriate ch- time to tell you get the bassas, bro. Like, no lie, the bassas. What's that? Figure it out. Continue on. Get get the Luis. Where are you, Luis? Help me. Where you at? Where you at? Uh, people asking where is Gargano. How about this one? I'm gonna have a FightfulSelect.com update in the morning, but I'll tell you this: he was there today. He was there today, but he was not on the show. Michael says terrible raw, too many rematches, and uh, Jonathan Corona says. Man, I'm going to riot because Chad Patton didn't even referee. Damn. What? Damn, Jonathan Corona. If Chad Patton not refing is, is as bad as it gets. Whew. Somebody says, Denise, call him scene. Okay, so <laughs> like people would mispronounce my name as that all the time. I'm like, who would be Sheen. named Sheen? Sheen Rossap. I would get called Sheen because of a... A cartoon jimmy neutron was that the the cartoon i don't remember jimmy neutron that i don't know well. i got i got called sheen because i looked like him a little bit but no but denise last week i know by the way i know you're saying like what's up with that denise but uh and, and vicky i have not seen your email i i need you to drop louise and tell him what your email address is by the way that way i can check my spam folder and all that stuff but Denise Dency, last week you were talking trash on Kentucky Chips. Yes, I was. So I sent you. Yes, you Kentucky did. Kentucky Chips, it, and I had some people say those are Ohio chips. Listen, everything that comes from Cincinnati belongs to Kentucky. Y'all don't even have an airport. It's twenty minutes away from Ohio. You got to fly into Kentucky to even get to Cincinnati. So Let's am I getting Kentucky chips or Ohio chips? They're both. They're both. They're they're a delicacy out here. Show the world. Show the world. Okay, These people well, don't. Can I say us. something? I was like yeah. not really like too thrilled at the idea that it's barbecued flavored because I don't really like barbecue flavored chips. What? It's probably my least favorite. So I'm a little oh. bit like, ugh. But this Did is you? you sent me three bags. Yeah, Three bags, I, Sean. I did. So if you don't like them, give them to somebody else. I hope they're not stale. Now, Grippos does not sponsor us, but I would really, really love it if Grippos <laughs> did sponsor Wait, us. But what if I don't like them? <laughs> so somebody now says, I have to. <laughs> somebody says chips a delicacy. Oh, buddy, if you guys are from Cincinnati or Kentucky and you've had Grippos, put some F's in the chat if you know what's up with these bad boys. These are okay. Grippos barbecue trips. Now, I, I had. Our good friend Victor Benjamin, uh, who has you know has been on AEW, he's been at, at WWE, all that good stuff. He said, "Oh, are those generic Zappos? No, no, they're not generic Zaps. Oh, I hate Zaps. Zappos. Exactly, Zaps is generic Grippos. Grippos have been around for a hundred years. These have Look been around for a hundred years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody says I should have sent a a um." box of grippos denise's font still doesn't match yours srs listen i'm gonna get them to fix this denise open this bag 
I hope oh they're not God. stale. But I'll can I mute stale. myself? I don't want everyone to hear me chew. I chew loud. No, we got to hear you chew <laughs> for the audio listeners. No, I don't want no one to hear me chew. <laughs> I bet Denise feel self-conscious. I bet Denise chews like a cow. I bet it's like this. <laughs> no, I don't want to chew. Can I mute I myself? Like no, let's do it. Come on, Denise. <laughs> let's go. I don't get paid enough for this, bro. I really, really don't. <laughs> Oh, this sounds really loud in my ears, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah. bigger than I thought. They're so red. That's that's promising. Okay, though. Oh, that just that seems one, like that's a lot of barbecue. It's that's honestly not compared to what you could get. Now I need you after you eat this first chip. I need you to reach all the way down to the bottom of that bag. Why? And get one. Oh, you got to get one of the bottom bag chips as well. All right, here we go. Let's get some. What are these called again? Grippos? They're Grippos barbecue chips. Let's go. <laughs> now she Sorry. wants to be muted. <laughs> Wait, so I could mute myself? No. Okay, but I just don't want no one to judge my chewing. This is going to be a sh This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Short in its own. <laughs> it's delicious, right? Look at that face. She can't even hate on it. It's a barbecue chip and she can't even hate They're on it. They're not bad. They're not bad, but they taste like depressed lays though. But you depressed know, lays. Yeah, like depressed barbecue lays though. Are you kidding me? Yeah, lays are garb. What are you doing? This is a tragedy. What are you you putting hot sauce on chips? Who doesn't put hot sauce on chips? Bro, you're not bad with some tapatio. They're not bad. Okay, did you get one from the bottom of the bag? Oh, I need to get one from the bottom. My hand's going to get all red. Yeah, yeah, probably. Probably. Here's one from the bottom of the bag. Yeah. Got to put Whoa! some tap. Damn, you got to put more stuff on it? Okay, listen. This is next level. I wasn't prepared for this. See, listen. People out here, they ain't going to do that because... These are already hot enough in general. If Bro, you get these the are right... not hot enough at all. You know I love so, hot chips. So depending on... Honestly, which... this is not bad, bro. Like, I ain't even lying to you. So depending on what kind of bag you get, either they're like moderately barbecue or they're just insufferable, brutal barbecue. It seems like you got a, a pretty, pretty timid, a pretty tepid one. Yeah, those aren't that bad. Those aren't that bad at all. No, those they're are, good, honestly. And with some sour cream, barbecued. some sour cream dip would be good too. Sour cream on those? What? Yeah. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Sour cream with barbecue chips? I just, I sort of. The fact that that was, <laughs> you just add that next to your desk, bro. I don't know how to tell you this, but like. I'm Mexican. I love my tapatio sauce. I put this on my eggs. I put oh this on my, my beans. I put this on 
rice. I put this on everything. Pizza. Mm. Whatever else I eat, I put it in there. Chicken. You know what's you know what's great? I'm starting to recognize oh, words. Oh man, there's in, like stuff all over my mouth. Sorry. This I'm starting to recognize words in Spanish, Denise. Oh wait, I'm on the air. I can't <laughs> eat the way I normally do. Denise eats hideously. Uh, believe me, I've eaten next to Denise numerous times. Oh, look at that. Now, listen, you're definitely not like Seahawk. You're not as bad as Seahawk because last week we talked about Seahawk and his behavior with, with glizzies, with hot dogs. Do you remember that, Denise? Have you, do you remember when Seahawk? Yeah. Well, no, no, I mean, I know you were there for when he ate the hot dog. Well, I wasn't too. there. Yeah, you were. You were because I, I remember. Yeah, you tapped me on the shoulder and you said, Sean, look over here. And I looked over. I wasn't there. And yeah, you were there. And Seahawk had like had that hot dog wedged into his microphone stand, if you remember. Do you remember that? You remember that. Of course you do. So what, what Seahawk had done, he had taken his microphone off and he just jammed a big hot dog down there. And he put his hands behind his back and he was like waving around like he was Roy Jones Jr. And then he just attacked the glizzy with his mouth. And I was like, whoa, why would you do that? That's out of pocket. That's not okay. That's not, but like he was dodging it and stuff. Like he was taunting the glizzy. <laughs> and I was like, my God, like what did the glizzy do to you? Like it's already dead. It's already gone. But like, I'll tell you where I lost respect for him. Cause like, it'd be one thing if it were like a gourmet hot dog or something, but you know, this is just the scraps they pick up off the floor and, and just throw into a hot dog and all that stuff that we're getting at the catering at these events. So no shame from that guy. And uh, I, I thought he would learn his lesson and he just never did. Just never did. But anyway, WWE Monday night raw. Bro, my mouth's a little bit on fire right now. I See, I told you. <laughs> That's how I was like, not even talking anymore. I feel like Jambeard. I have barbecue sauce all over my face. Jambeard said, is step host choking? No, she's good. She yeah. can. Now, see, I'll be honest. I didn't doubt that you could handle the heat of barbecue chips. I thought they would be all right. Barbecue but, chips I mean, those... are supposed to not, are not even spicy. Well, ours are. The, the Grippos usually are. But again, there are two types of bags that you get. One is like, it's hit or miss too. Like one is going to have a ton of seasoning on it. And the other one's going to be like barely barbecue flavored, but they actually sell the seasoning of that. And like, you can put it on chicken and beef jerky and all kinds of stuff. Okay. Cool. Honestly, they weren't bad. Cool. They could sponsor us if they want. Warhammer says, is no one going to explain how Denise summoned a Tapatio bottle <laughs> from the nether? I got it right, Denise. I did. <laughs> what are you doing? Come back. What? Who doesn't love Tapatio? It's hot up here. I'm the one That's... with the freaking tapatios. Tapatio's not that hot, but like if you put a little bit too much, sometimes it is a little bit too much. But I usually just like do like a quick little dip and then just, you know, enjoy myself. Jam but I have that with like Doritos and everything. Cheetos, you name it. Jambeard says, so he, Seahawk, eats a hot dog, not a glizzy. Like that one AEW sign, eats a hot dog without chewing. I mean, listen, that was sort of impressive, that part. Because I didn't see him chew. I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't inside. I wasn't in there looking around. But I saw him take like a gulp. Like you could see it just gulp. And then it just vanished. And I, I was like, whoa. Okay, now. Then well, those Sarah J videos did him some good. Uh, Jambeard says, 
I normally don't doubt or don't shout out other YouTubers, but since you all are football fans, there's a football YouTuber uh, doing charity thing for St. Jude's Children's Hospital going to 30 Stadium in 30 days. Now has raised 250K in 21 days. Uh, yeah, let me know what his name is. I watched his video on the Bengal Stadium uh, recently as well. As Taylor says, is there a reason Triple H is being introduced as Hall of Famer Triple H and not COO on TV? Uh, seems like it happened when Vince returned. So, I mean, he's, I don't know if he's COO. Uh, I think he's CCO now, the chief creative officer, but there is no creative in WWE kayfabe there. So, there's really no reason to do that. But we got a lot of people asking about this opening segment. William Rabb says, Was Johnny planned for the show before the changes? Nope, not that I heard, but Vince did make changes tonight. What happened with Gargano, says CC. Crazy they didn't book him in Cleveland. I don't know. He wasn't there, and there wasn't a plan that I, that I had heard of. Uh, more on FightfulSelect.com in the morning. It says, so you beg Gargano to come back. Don't book him in his hometown. That's just weird unless did Vince ax him from the opening segment. Not that I've heard, but it seemed like this was a slam dunk. Seth Rollins defends against Johnny Gargano. That didn't end up happening. Were you surprised to not see Johnny tonight? I definitely was because I think this was something that we were like, even last week when we were all trying to predict like, oh, who's going to answer the open challenge? Who's going to answer the open challenge? Everybody was, everybody was like Johnny Gargano. And I kind of had, and I kind of had a, like hopes that this would be like the official thing to kind of get him something on the actual show. And I, it's still very hard for me to understand why Johnny Gargano of all people has not yet had a huge moment yet on the main roster since coming back. I mean, the number one thing that we've said constantly is like Triple, like him and Triple H on NXT did, were, you know, they did magic with Johnny Gargano. He was the yeah. guy. And so for him to now have this experience that he's had on the main roster, it, it's very surprising. It's very surprising. And this is also like even talking before we had Vince returning back to WWE, even that time period where he wasn't even there. There weren't, it wasn't, they weren't doing anything with Johnny Gargano. I was surprised they didn't see him. Um, I just, I, I was shocked. Do you I, think this is a bad sign? Or would no. it be too premature to say that? No, no, I, I don't think that it, I don't think that it's a bad sign. I think that he's coming back probably pretty soon. And I think that Ciampa's appearance definitely gave Helps. me some hope for that. Yeah. But, I actually, uh, by the way, the YouTuber is Tom Grassi. He was also on Pat's show. Yeah, big shout out to him for, for doing what he's doing. But um, I actually like the pivot that they went. Now, I wish they had a banger of a world title match on Raw. That would have been great because I felt like this Raw kind of needed it. There were some things that I liked about this Raw. This wasn't a must-watch Raw. This was I a. I hate this Raw, honestly, Sean. This I didn't hate it far either. Worse. I actually enjoyed pretty much a lot of what we saw. Uh, I mean, the show went by faster for a three hour. I didn't love everything, but there was a lot of good stuff. It wasn't must-watch for me. I could have caught the highlights and been fine because there was some good stuff on the show. I actually liked the attack. I liked how it set up the Money in the Bank match. So Finn Balor beats the absolute breaks off of Seth Rollins, like beats his ass real bad. And later on, we see Seth, he's been taken away to the hospital. Braun Breaker says, surely he's not going to use this as an excuse because he's there. I loved Braun Breaker's interview, too. I thought that was good. It was good and condescending. But I really loved Seth's promo. So I, I loved how this threaded. 
it it added to money in the bank. It put over Finn Balor. It explained why Seth Rollins didn't necessarily hate what happened. And it put over Braun Breaker and promoted their match on Tuesday. Because what Seth said was, this is the guy I remember from seven years ago. This is the guy I'm now excited to face at Money in the Bank. The beatdown was amazing. Let's start with that, Denise. What did you think? So I want to, okay, because I do have a criticism here that I kind of hate that I feel this way, but I will mention it. But the first thing that I want to say in regards to the actual attack is the number one thing that when it comes to Seth Rollins and Finn Balor that I've been saying is that I'm so happy we're finally getting a Finn Balor that we can take seriously because that's what I've been wanting to see. I loved the attack. I thought the attack was great and that was a fun way to kick off the show. And just him going in and yelling at Seth Rollins saying that he's been waiting for seven years for this and he's, you know, he's going to hold the title. I loved all of that. However, there is one thing that is kind of not working for me. And I think it's because... For a good amount of time, they had Finn Balor going out there and giving some of the most cheesiest, corniest promos that he's done. And yep. now they flipped the switch, right? They flipped the switch, and now we're we're starting to get a more serious Finn Balor and just as a Finn Balor that is something, someone that we can get behind, right? Like this is the version we want to see. He's not supposed to be goofy or cheesy. However. When he was cutting his promo later on in the evening, and I know you'll break that down in just a second, but when he was cutting down that promo, I realized that I am not buying Finn Balor right now with what he's saying on the show. Like, I cannot buy Finn Balor, and I think a huge reason for that was legitimately all of the corny promos that they had him cut before. They just can't flip the switch, even though they did. It's going to take me a while to really legitimately buy and believe what Finn Balor is saying when he's on the mic. And that's my one criticism. And I hate that I feel this way because this is the Finn Balor that I do want to see. I'm just not buying the promos. So personally, I would kind of want them to keep it a, keep it at a minimum just so that, I don't know, keep it at a minimum. So, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you there because I think that they don't think ahead enough to prepare for situations like this. I know this was supposed to be a switch, uh, a flip of the switch, and it did it for me. I know he ain't winning that match. He ain't going to win it, but they had to make him a little more credible, and I thought they did here. But I wish they would think ahead a little bit. And maybe, you know, I don't know, don't have him lose to Seth Rollins in the tournament. Don't have him lose a bunch leading up to this. Give us a reason besides, well, Seth and him don't like each other to have a world title match. Like, prepare this a little bit, but I thought this this went really well. How did you feel about the Braun Breaker interview that we saw later on in the night? So the Braun Breaker interview, it's like I've been loving so much with what they've been doing with Braun Breaker the last couple of weeks on NXT because prior to that, it was not going too well for Braun Breaker. Like people were bored of him as champion. People were just bored of him in general. And ever since he's had this heel turn, he's kind of grown like a bigger pair. He's going out there and attacking Ilya and calling out Seth Rollins, you know, your champ. Uh, I've loved what they've been doing with Braun Breaker recently. And this promo it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I'm not expecting Braun Breaker to defeat Seth Rollins, but I thought that they did a pretty decent job of having him be like, he said, 
that we were going to be seeing more of him on Raw because he was going to defeat Seth Rollins. And I did like that. They did, you know, the attack and to put in some sort of doubt of like, okay, when Seth Rollins shows up tomorrow on NXT, he's not going to be 100%. Uh, I like this promo from Braun Breaker. I didn't think it was bad. I think that this was definitely okay. I'll tell you uh, that, well, actually, we, we've got a couple super chats. Uh, Denise is right, says RS. Balor isn't clicking. Shock Vince is allowing it as a PLE title match. Once again, this shows me it's a Triple H show. Okay, well, Shakti's allowing it as a PLE title match. It, it I'm a, separ- I want it to was separate a PLE title the- match. It was a PLE title match seven years ago for Vince. What are you talking about? Well, also, I want to make sure that's different. That's differentiated because in ring wise, I I'm, have zero complaints from Finn Balor in ring wise. This is simply just from the promo standpoint, not in ring. In ring, I know the match is going to be phenomenal, and I am looking forward to that match. Yeah, thank you for the super chat. I just don't get that. Vince booked this match in 2016 to help launch the Universal Title that that he was very very fond of. Oh man. I'll tell you what I'm fond of. Tommaso Ciampa's back. I'm so glad to see this. He had been at another previous Raw. Fightful Selected posted uh, information on this uh, earlier today as well. If you're into that sort of thing. (sighs) What? Why are you laughing? I uh, Listen, I got to put Luis on blast here. I love it because he doesn't know any better and he wouldn't unless he was from here. But there is a Humper chat listed under this Miz Champa match because Miz's name is Mike. And somebody sent a Humper chat that says Mike sells is better than Grippos. This is not about Mike the Miz. This is about potato chips. There are potato chips here <laughs> called Mike sells potato chips. And they're very good. They're outstanding. <laughs> Their barbecue chips are not better. But uh, Louise, that popped me. <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, but Tommaso Champa's back. He returns after Miz was going to make an open challenge. I have conflicting feelings on how WWE treats their hometown people. I love how AEW does it. If they're a babyface or a heel, they don't care. They are going to their hometown and they are soaking up the adulation. WWE is very much like, hey, even though I'm from here, I'm a heel. So I think you should give them that superstar reaction wherever you are. Does it surprise you that WWE is still doing no. this we saw it with <laughs> really no. like, why would it no oh Definitely man not. I, I love it when they go to, to to long island and mjf is like huge there i just love that and Britt baker when she was a heel would go to pittsburgh well and yeah it and it makes them down. seem like so much larger than life even though we know it's their hometown it still makes yeah. them seem larger than life but yeah no i'm not surprised whatsoever if anything i would have had ms baby face it Champa come out and whip his ass and then after he loses then he heals and he says he doesn't want to be a loser like the Cleveland Browns and all that stuff uh but Tommaso Champa returned no more partnership between he and the Miz he attacks he beats the Miz I am all for that and I want Johnny and Tommaso Champa teaming up I want DIY versus Sammy and Kevin at SummerSlam so badly so badly i want to see this Denise. this could be like the saving factor for johnny gargano because like you mentioned earlier when i saw him come back and instantly it was like okay if they do reunite diy and then afterwards you know have them feud with uh, sammy and ko 
that could be like finally the thing that gets Johnny Gargano something on this show. So it did also kind of give me hope for that. But on top of that, uh, you know, I, in the long run, though, there's so many opportunities to see Ciampa in all of these different matches with all of these different people. You know, we can see him and Gunther go at it again. JD McDonough's there. Uh, Finn Balor, who we were just talking about. I mean, there's so many options. Seth Rollins. I mean, there's so many options of what they can do with him here that I really, really don't want them to drop the ball. Like, please keep him strong. Keep like, like, here's the thing about Tommaso Ciampa is that he's one of the guys. Okay, here we go. When we talk about buying it and not buying it, when Tommaso Ciampa looks at another man and says he's going to kill him or kick his ass or whatever the hell he's going to say in a promo, you're telling me you're not going to buy what he says? Yes, and a lot of that has to do especially if you are familiar with his work in NXT, you're going to buy everything that he's going to say. And I want them to bring back that, that persona of Ciampa. Like I want to see the Ciampa out there that kid that I know can go toe to toe with any guy, no matter what size he is. And I'm going to buy it. So I, I, there's some things I would love to see some peaks and valleys in this. I would love to see them just kind of get together uh, Johnny and, and Tommaso and team up, but Tommaso doesn't necessarily have that edge that he once had. And maybe they struggle a little bit at first. And even Johnny's like, this isn't the guy I remember. And Dexter no, Loomis. No, I want yes. the edge. Listen, no, listen, edge. Denise, let me talk. Dexter Loomis is looking at him like, man, you're weird. Like I, de- I absolutely want Dexter Loomis to look at him. Like he's an oddball. Like Denise, please let me talk. I'm begging you. I'm not saying anything. But Dexter Loomis is looking at him like like he's the outcast. And then finally, when Ciampa does snap and we get that edge, it's ahead of this Kevin Owens-Sami Zayn match. And that's when Dexter Loomis sort of accepts him as well. I would love to see that because otherwise, it's just going to be like, here they are, they're back together. I want to see some story behind this because... They have had their own peaks and valleys as a team. Dexter Loomis should not trust Tommaso Ciampa at all. The people that love Johnny Gargano should not trust Tommaso Ciampa at all, based on what we've seen in the past. So he needs to sort of prove that. But I think after this much time out, out of the last two or three years, he's probably got to prove something to himself as well. Like, I think there are some stories that need to be told here. I don't trust WWE, even this regime, to tell them before SummerSlam for that to happen because the SummerSlam is again at the beginning of August instead of the end of August. Uh, but I just, I want to see something interesting out of this that isn't just like, here they are, even though Tommaso Ciampa beat the brakes off of him for a, a very long time. I want to see a reason why this happens. I want to see what, what Denise I have an idea. What if they do it the opposite way around? Because I don't want to see none of this goofy stuff. I'm sorry. I don't want to see none of this goofy stuff. What if instead Tommaso Ciampa says, hey, I was away for nine months. And in nine months, I made sure to tune in each and every single week, Johnny. And you know what I didn't see? you and what if there's a whole thing where they kind of try he tries to tell him like you know this is who you were in nxt this is who we were in nxt or something along those lines right and tries to like get them all get them back up there what if they do something like that <sighs> look hideous sean she no wait sheen i'm sorry i just don't want 
I don't want none of this goofy crap, okay? I'm tired of goofy shit all the time. I want some serious motherfuckers that are going to come in here Quit and just cursing. kill people. Well, I'm done with it, Sean. Sheen. If that's the case, if you want somebody murdering someone, man, just get him out there headbutting people. That's all it takes. But uh... I don't want him to get dragged down with this Dexter Loomis stuff. Oh, God, no. I don't want that. It's such minimal involvement. Like, okay, why one segment tops and that's it. I'm out. One segment top. Why would Dexter Loomis, Candice LeRae, Indy Hartwell I'm not, not mentioning other an people? It's why just wouldn't that it, I, why wouldn't okay, they raise an issue with this? They I just would think have they to have tell a different story. I don't think you have to do the whole thing with all of them together. He's had his whole family on the show. They would have to raise an issue. Okay, fine. Raise an issue, but that's fine. I just don't want to see. I want to see serious Champa. I don't want to see no, no, like you said, trying to find who he is no edge none of that i want to see the edge from the very beginning because that's the thing that most works with him and if that's his strong suit if that's what makes him who he is then that's what i want to see talking about raising issues well if you have raisin issues stop eating raisins Eat athleticgreens.com slash Fightful and AG1. Fill the nutrient gaps. Promote your gut health. Support whole body vitality with AG1. One daily serving delivers a comprehensive blend of nine products. A multivitamin, which you drink. It's a lot better than taking a tablet. It's got minerals. It's got probiotics for preventative health. It's got adaptogens. It's got digestive enzymes that's going to help you digest what you eat. Working together to deliver your strongest foundation for a better health. At athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five travel packs. This stuff is very easy. Uh, you can pull it right out of your pouch, or I've got the little container with, with AG1. You take one scoop, eight ounces of water, drink it, you're good for the day. It comes with a 90-day money-back guarantee, but it promotes your gut health, supports immunity, boosts your energy naturally, and it helps you with recovery. So if you're working out hard, this stuff is going to help you. It's promoted by endurance athletes, doctors, all kinds of people over on uh, athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. they got a lot of great deals for you. And my favorite part about this is uh, beyond the thousands and thousands of five-star reviews, they have changed their formula over 55 times over the past 10 years uh, to adapt with science. So when they learn more, they make their formula even better. Check it out, athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. And AG1, it is foundational nutrition that you can count on at athleticgreens.com slash fightful. Isaac says, I truly believe what you're seeing on TV is a mixture of Vince and Triple H. Also, who we be going for in both Money in the Bank matches? Ooh, well, I would have said Raquel before tonight, and now I'm not. I'm going to say EO Sky. And Logan Paul, who do you think, Denise? Um, I'm also going with Logan Paul on the men's side. On the women's side, I'm a little bit still undecided. I think Eosky is the favorite to win. I don't necessarily, though, means that. That doesn't always mean that she will, right? So I'm still a little bit undecided on the women's. Dream Ninja said Ciampa's backstage promo was great. Sets up DIY coming back. DIY versus Sammy and KO is going to be a match of the year contender. No Gargano is weird. It is weird. Uh, he would have got a great superstar reaction tonight, and they could have made him seem like a bigger deal than he even was. 
But uh, that wasn't it for the tag division. Indu Share defeated Cedric and Shelton. I thought this match started off like really great. Like this is how Cedric and Shelton should have kicked off the match. They went balls to the wall. Eventually, Indu Share overwhelmed them. I don't know. I'm glad Indu Share is beating a team that wasn't jobbers, but I. This is Cedric and Shelton. I wish it could have went a little bit longer. I wish they could have got even more. But I did like how they started off. What were your feelings on this one? Indu Share was going to win. We knew that. I was ready to hate this for some reason. I don't know. I was like ready not to give it a chance. And then I ended up really enjoying it for what it was. Like it wasn't anything too serious. And I agree with you. It could have been a lot longer. Like they kind of booked, like I feel like the way that they booked this match was almost like if they were facing jobbers and they weren't, they could have clearly done a way better match. But even then I didn't hate it. I don't know what's going on with Indushare. I think I just want to root for them, but they need to stop with the whole, ah, yeah, that's all they do, right? Like, literally, they need to stop with that. But I want to shout out Tinder Mahal for a second. He's been doing <laughs> good. It was just something so simple. And the simple thing was the facial reaction at the end of this, <laughs> where he kind of just looked like he was going to kill the next person he saw. And that, for me, was enough to kind of be like, you know what? I kind of care a little bit more. And I don't know why I want to root. I want to be a fan of Indushare. So I think part of me is is convincing myself that this wasn't terrible, but it was whatever. I mean, the booking for Indushare and all of the parts over the past few years, they had their first run where they, they were gifted Stokely Hathaway. They got Stokely Hathaway to be their manager, and that should have been enough, but they screwed that up. They brought Veer up. It didn't work. That was their fault. They made him a meme before he even came back. They had Jinder come back with, with Shanky and all that stuff. Then they just stopped booking him. Didn't help. What happened to Shanky? Where he is ain't Shanky? Good. He ain't good. That's it. Oh, I miss Shanky dancing. I bet you do. Anyway, <laughs> I thought the NXT stuff, it showed a little bit more of their personality. This is their best opportunity. This is when they should have been up all along. And I think gender's doing really, really great here too. Josh Lyon says, when you made the segue raising issues, I was fully ready for a Bluetooth plug. Me too. I was too. I thought I, I was like, to, oh, he's going to go into a Bluetooth read. I like to do swerves on those now. Jambeard says, have you seen the sport MMA basketball? Two teams in an octagon fighting each other while trying to shoot hoops. Like 12, 13 years ago, when me and my teammates would do like, we would do tag team grappling, tag team MMA, stuff like that, like as a fun training exercise at the end of show, at the end of practice, we would think, man, this is as crazy as it gets. No, it ain't anywhere near as crazy as it gets. They think of the dumbest shit ever to do. I saw Denise recently, you know Rampage Jackson, you know who that is, right? Him and Bob Sapp were both in one shirt with an arm out each end fighting two other guys like that. And I did I watch it. That. I watched it. It was great, but it's stupid. Very stupid. Tony says this raw was off, started out hot, then blah, started to zone out during the tag match. Veer seemed to have a lot of missteps in it. He'll get there. I mean, I know he's, he's had his, his opportunities, but they haven't had a lot of main roster tag matches. So, Rock hard Joel Wood says, I'll be at next week's Raw in Savannah, Georgia. It's almost exactly one year from the day when AEW was in Savannah, and I had a ticket, and three days before the show, I caught COVID. Hopefully, I had better luck this year. 
Let me tell you, man, I got to go to that SmackDown show and I was second row and that felt special. So I hope they do something cool for you. And hey, FightfulSelect.com. Yeah, I love how you rub it in. You're like, I was in the second row. I was in the second row. I was in the second row. And then I got the scoop on FightfulSelect.com that the AEW is coming back to Lexington this August and Cincinnati in September. So that should be a lot of fun too. But Joel, I hope you have fun, my friend. Uh, yeah, you got all w- that from the second row? <laughs> I did. I did. I Somebody asked me if I get more scoops in person or at home, but it's a completely different kind of scoop. Like, I'll get info on what's going to happen at the venue uh, a lot more locally. But, I mean, WWE's been a hot ticket lately. The last time they were in Rupp, they did like 3,400, and this time it was 9,400. Now, granted, it was a house show to a SmackDown, but still, like, it was it was a great crowd. I was going to say, crowd. I remember the last couple of Raws that were in Kentucky. You didn't even go. Well, also, uh, I lived an hour and 15 minutes away, and it just it wasn't worth it. I live three miles from Rupp Arena now, so it's no problem for me to go there. Uh, Jonathan Corona says, Sean, with this news going around with the Elite and Young Bucks and Kenny in a conspiracy theory... What percentage do you give the elite goes to WWE? Usos, Young Bucks, also who wins the WWE TV rights? I think it'll be Disney and Universal. Uh, but no, I they're working on getting the deals done with AEW right now. Now, I need to reiterate this. The deals are not done. But they have been working on getting the deals with AEW done for quite a while. And all of the elite retained Barry Bloom, who is... I mean, he's the man when it comes to that. He's the guy that Goldberg and Chris Jericho and so many others had represent him for a very, very long time. Oh, let me tell you about one of the best things I've seen on WWE TV in a long time, Denise. What? These Chelsea Green TikToks. Oh, yeah. Jesus, these are so good. So for those of you who didn't see it, WWE put up a screen like it was scrolling through TikTok. And every second or third video was Chelsea Green getting caught in the act being a Karen. She would be at the gym throwing a workout ball at somebody's face or at a restaurant complaining, or she she would be selling her MLM products. I That was one of my favorite. Her being, her doing multi-level marketing and, and live, laugh, love as her code, selling essential oils, her in a road rage incident. That this was my was, favorite one, the road rage this was great, Denise. This was original and fun. Like, I, I understand, like, they didn't have the idea that it was going to go all in like this in January, but these would have been great to set up Chelsea coming back, much less six months after she was back. These were awesome. No, I'm just happy that they did this because this was something that I've been wanting to see for a while because with this character, you can do so much. You can rip off of so much that you see on social media. It's so easy just to get a random idea and then just go and, you know, reenact it and do it and whatever. And so them doing this and TikTok style, I thought was like, you know, sometimes, how do I say this? I feel like sometimes WWE, you can tell that they're not always in tune with what is the current hip thing or you know we'll see artists that were famous like 20 years ago all performing on the show or something right and so they don't always end up being like on par with what's hip right now so i thought them doing uh the tiktok style video was definitely something that was unique and then them knowing to have chelsea do a video where she's doing uh you know a giveaway and the live laugh love thing and i think they need to keep this going like this needs to be a recurring thing for at least at least every other week or so 
I heard these were very easy for them to make, and they were very happy about how it turned out. No big surprise there. Denise, you ever seen the movie Role Models? Uh, uh, have I seen it? On Is that the Sean one William, with um... Sean William Scott and Paul Rudd? Oh no, no. Elizabeth mind. Banks. So Elizabeth Banks is a lawyer and she's repping this guy and he's caught on video and say, saying that it isn't him. Chelsea Green was doing this in the ring. She's like, that wasn't me. I don't know who that was at all. Well, that reminds the last, me of the Shaggy song. Th- there you go. But <laughs> the guy that she's representing is like, look at me, David Garvin, stealing TVs. Who would have thought it? I loved it because they did that at the end of the TikTok thing. They had her be like, don't you know who I am? I'm Chelsea Green. And I love that she quote tweets that. And she's like, not me. I would never do that. Absolutely mm-hmm. not me. My it's favorite part was the, the in-betweens because they showed a Taylor Swift one from the Eras tour. Yes. Selling a like, kidney. Ah, I would do that. I'd sell my kidney for Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, my God. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. I just haven't I'd- been presented with the option. I will buy your kidney, and in exchange, I will buy you. Taylor no, because you do something weird with my kidney, like put it on Fightful Select. What normal would I do with your kidney? I don't what know. You put it on Fightful Select for some creep to purchase my kidney. Yeah, of course, if I could. Yeah, but- thank you. No. That's creepy. Hold on. I don't want cons- nobody with my kidney. What would you consider a normal, normal second market kidney s- transaction? What do you? What normal's gonna happen? I don't know. You'd probably do like a reaction video. Let's react to Denise's kidney. (laughs) (laughs) That would be disgusting. So yeah, no, I ain't selling you my kidney. You're a great content creator. I just love you're giving me more ideas than I had. Who the hell's kidney are you gonna go get to make a reaction video? Yours. (laughs) Yours. Hold on. Let's see. Hold on. What's the going rate? What's the going rate for a kidney? Like, how much money would I make if I sold my kidney? Well, judging based on StubHub, uh, the going rate for your kidney, (laughs) the going rate for your kidney this weekend. And you know what? I'll get you two tickets. Oh, thanks. About two grand for the cheapest. But let's say you got a good quality kidney. Let's say you got a great kidney. You're thinking my kidney is only going to be worth two grand? No, no, no. I wouldn't do that. Listen, what, what section you want? Section A3. Right, I want listen. VIP right in the front. I don't think they have VIP. It was, okay. They do have VIP right in the front. I had VIP right in the front. Mm, damn, Denise. We're, I don't ever want to hear you say you don't get paid enough after seeing this. Bro, uh, I work with Fightful once a week. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's the funny thing. I got a guy. There's one guy that's like, <laughs> like, oh, Denise deserves a bigger salary. I'm like, Denise works for us one night a week for an hour. What are you talking hey, about? Hey, hey, you need to count those three hours where I'm sitting down watching that, Raw. That is true. That is true. That but is that is part of the job. Once a week. I had somebody that, like, Reg posted something about his day job. And they're like, oh, Fightful doesn't pay you enough? And he's like, I work Saturday afternoons. Like, that's it. <laughs> but, okay, let's look. Okay, section a3 row 20 is 2808 each. That's not my question that I had for you, Sean. My question was, what's the going rate for kidneys? I don't know. It's however much a Taylor Swift thing is. That doesn't make any sense at all. Like, if I'm going to sell you Whatever. my kidney, I would like the going rate for kidneys. RS, no, you agreed to for Taylor tickets. No, Jambier I says- agree for the going rate so that I can profit some money. 
Jambeard says, my favorite movie ever, uh, movie scene ever is from Role Models, a scene where she tells the Starbucks lady about how all the sizes are wrong. That is a good one. That's a very, very good movie. I miss Sean William Scott being featured more prominently. Uh, RS says, good raw, even with Vince having a say, it's clear this is a different product. The Chelsea TikTok skit tells us that alone. Well, Chelsea and uh, Sonia lost to Caden and Carter. Now, I saw some people saying, oh, well, they do this, and then they just have Chelsea lose. Well, yeah, if she wins, what's she going to complain about? So she needs to keep losing. Her gimmick is that she loses a lot, and then on the rare occasion, she'll get a win. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with it too. I don't have anything else to add. They got them Kaden and Katana win and gave them get them something. I just cared about the TikTok videos. There wasn't much else to add about the match itself. Jonathan Corona says, Hey Sean, in your opinion, who do you and Denise think will WWE sign uh in 2023 as free agents? Carlito seems like Carlito sounds like a slam dunk, but as as I'll reiterate, there's been a hiring freeze. There have been no main roster hires since December of last year. They hired 20 people in four months. They ain't hired anybody since. So Denise, last week on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, I reported that uh, Maximum Male Models look like they're getting repackaged. Vince, Vince doesn't like how flamboyant they are, which I, I love how flamboyant they are. Isn't that dumb? Yeah, I was going to say, but I feel like that's not maybe something that Vince would like. Just throwing that out there. I don't know. But I mean, like he was in favor of them. He didn't like LA Knight. Now LA Knight is is a success. But does he like him now? I don't know. I don't know. But Maxine has moved on. And I'm like, well, I would just rather them get somebody else. Like I would love it if they like re-signed Lana and put her with Maximum Male Models. So you want them to still continue Maximum Male Models because Absolutely. I feel like they already got everything out of that that you could have. I don't think so. I think that they uh, peaked at that whole that one scene where they were like throwing water on themselves. That was it. That was, that was the peak of that. That was good, but I think they're they're way better than given credit for. They they produced a lot of their own social media stuff that I thought was really good, but I think uh, Lana being back with them would be a lot of fun. Spencer says, great show. Wouldn't mind seeing Logan win. So Logan Paul is back, and he's entering Money in the Bank. He's out there shilling his prime. We get hey, SmackDown. I heard it's pretty good, the prime. It is pretty good. It yeah, is pretty good. I heard yeah. it's good. We get the uh, participants in Money in the Bank to come out, talk a little bit of trash, including Nakamura. I liked his promo a little bit too. But, uh, man, they keep setting up Santos Escobar. They keep doing this man dirty. Like, give up on LA Knight being a heel. They did Santos Escobar dirty Friday and tonight. No, Santos needs to be interrupted by LA Knight, not the other way around. You're... How are they not seeing this yet? They had him work babyface against LA Knight last Friday. It's so dumb. This guy is so over. Denise, this guy is so over that last year, a bunch of goofs on the internet started a rumor that he was going to win money in the bank. And now, because that reaction to that rumor was so good, he might win money in the bank. People love this guy so much. It's... It's such a no-brainer, but now Logan Paul's in there, and it's not so much of a no-brainer. How are you feeling about all this and, and Logan Paul's return and his little flip outside while he holds the, the prime bottle? I have a lot of thoughts. First of all, 
I agree with everything that you said about Santos and the way that they booked SmackDown and this and that. But I do want to say something really funny, though. So Santos it, Escobar goes out there, it, right? Is it Tonto? See? Huh? Yeah, I know Spanish, too. It's the LA Nightline. Don't you, don't you speak Spanish? Anyways, so what I want to say here is that I thought it was funny that Santos Escobar went out there and was like, I'm doing this for me. Rasa pauses, expects a pop, no reaction. And then he's like, I'm here to represent the Latino world order. No reaction. And I'm laughing because I'm like, we're in Ohio. There was maybe like five people that reacted to that. (laughs) And I thought that was pretty damn funny. But anyways. So, oh man. Um, in regards to Logan Paul, is I'm seeing the same thing, and I don't understand. Like, okay, maybe I do understand, but people keep forgetting that Logan Paul does a great job in the ring. People keep forgetting. I keep seeing people like, oh, I hate Logan Paul. Logan Paul, this Logan Paul. They even gets booed, right? Like every time you there was booze for him tonight, right? People always forget. It's the same thing. Like they hate Logan Paul. And then he goes out there. He does his thing. He does a great job. And then afterwards, it's like cheers and applauses. And oh, my God, Logan Paul is so good. And so with that being said, like, I do kind of want to see Logan Paul win this match, win the Money in the Bank briefcase. Now, I don't know if he's going to legitimately be the one. But prior to this, I really did think that it was going to be LA Knight. Now, I'm not too entirely sure here. I kind of see it going more towards the direction of Logan Paul winning this. Now, however, that leaves me to wonder, though, if Logan Paul does win, damn, what do you give LA Knight? The guy is clearly over. You got to yeah. do something with that before you lose it all, right? You got to do something there. So it's it, it's almost one of those things where it's like, do you go with what the fans want and give it to Alley Knight? Or do you go with the person that kind of feels like it makes just a little bit more sense in a different way with Logan Paul? And also, Alley Knight kind of get, had a really good line that got over with people a whole lot was when he went out there and he said that, Logan Paul made videos for 14-year-old <laughs> girls and then called himself a megastar. I mean, that line really got a really great reaction, too. So uh, I don't know what they're going to do. There's two options here. I guess it depends which direction they see uh, more of a storyline, more creative with. We've got Jake Truman says that pop for L.A. Night, though. Yeah. Uh, Come on, Sean. Put a, little, put a little love into that. You were just I mean, like, it's- yeah. I've been popping for LA nights. No, I'm saying the yeah, the yeah part. You were just like, I tried to yeah. yell at me. You should have just put a little me. bit more like oomph in it. Mm, you do it then, Denise. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> what? My God. My God. Asa says LA night, man of the people. Travesty if he doesn't win. And Tony says, is Paul going to do the, we're going to do it that thing you hate move or does he have a real shot because if they do it overnight oh boy is it safe to say cody is not finishing that story on roman cody versus roman 2 wouldn't be as grand to me i think they'll wait and see but if not cody i don't know who and i don't think it's jay uso everybody's saying jay uso damn sean you're a hater why are you hating on it's shit i, don't I, think I can see uso. it being jay uso maybe jay uso but okay. um I think there's a real shot that Logan Paul wins that, but there's a lot of people who aren't going to hate it. But as DDM says, 
put the briefcase on LA Knight. Logan Paul is great, but long-term Knight is the way to go. Love seeing a Maryland native this over. It should be Logan Paul up there about to grab it. And then Logan, Logan gets knocked off the, the ladder and LA Knight wins. Matt Riddle defeated Ludwig Kaiser. This is a good back and forth match. Good, good action here. Man, they were really just dumping each other on their heads. I like that. Uh, apparently, Giovanni Vinci is injured, sidelined. I'm looking to find out a little bit more. They said it was a lower body injury, an undisclosed one. I thought this was good. Right person won. Riddle is just like kind of there waiting for the Gunther thing, but he's got to pick up wins. And then when he and Gunther get into the ring, oh boy, is that going to be good. I am hoping that it is next weekend. I hope so much it is next weekend. I would love to be able to see that in person. Holy shit. I'm just like as unexcited and unenthusiastic as I am about this match that just happened, even though it was good. I really want to see this match because I yeah. mean, this is something I saw on Evolve back in the day and it was good. Then saw it on WXW back in the day and it was good. Saw it in progress and it was good. I'm ready to see it in WWE because I think it'll be even better in WWE. Uh, I liked, I liked this match. I thought it was probably the second best match of the night for today. And yeah, but this whole thing was just really just to get people excited. I think about Gunther and Matt Riddle. And I was expecting for someone to come out there and help him out, but nobody cared. Nobody helped out Matt Riddle. <laughs> he was. I, I, I sincerely mean this, guys. If you haven't checked out their matches in progress, watch those matches from progress. Viking Raiders defeated Alpha Academy. So this has got to continue. They wrestled last month. You had Gable winning last week. Now the Viking Raiders won. So it's going to keep going on. Maxine's going to wrestle Valhalla. I'm not as interested in this, but just because it's it's the same, it feels like feels like a holding pattern, and I don't know what it's a holding pattern for necessarily. Now, I know I'll have some weenies that are like, oh, it's called a feud, buddy. Yeah, I know. I'm just not interested in it as much. because I think it's because I know what Viking Raiders are capable of in the ring. I know what Gable and Otis are capable of in the ring. And these style matches just aren't that. And I don't want to see the Viking Raiders associated with goofy stuff right now because I think they need to solidify themselves. They've been involved in goofy stuff virtually since they came to the WWE main roster. Like We haven't got to see the real brutal former war machine Viking Raiders. I don't know if we're ever going to get it. Uh, but how, how'd this feel to you? I'll be honest, I feel like the ship has sailed on that because I had been waiting for the exact same thing. And now the Viking Raiders are so far deep into being so cartoonish to the point where I'm like, oh, it's the like anytime the Viking Raiders come out now, I'm like, oh, it's the Viking Raiders. I don't have to care about this match. And that's kind of unfortunate because they are very talented and this and that. I, I, I They're great, but I just don't care. I don't care. And the Maxine thing, I'm so happy for her because she is going to get over with this. And she has been getting more over the last couple of weeks. I thought she was kind of, I, I thought she was somewhat forgettable when it came to the, my gosh, what's, we're just talking about them, freaking maximum male models. And 
I kind of thought like she was forgettable in that role. And at, th at least in this role here with the Alpha Academy, because Chad Gable and Otis are so funny, it's all working so well together. But I don't mind that whole aspect of the story. I don't mind seeing Alpha Academy and Maxine do their thing. I just don't want to see it every week with the Viking Raiders, even though it's all, of course, leading to Maxine and Valhalla. But I kind of want to see them do something different. I just, unfortunately, I just lost a lot of interest in the Viking Raiders. It's one of those situations where I love the ingredients, but I don't like the recipe there. Rhea Ripley beat down Natalia, cancels their match. Natalia seems to be having like a crisis, like with what her role is in WWE within storyline. Like she doesn't quite know where she fits. Right now, she is fitting pretty well and getting that ass beat by Rhea Ripley. Rhea goes out there, beats her down. Now, we had posted on Fightful Select today. Uh, we did ask WWE, hey, is she not wrestling because of this kneecap issue that she mentions? Because she said, hey, you know, my kneecap just pops out every match. There was actually a Cincinnati Bengals player who had that happen. He relocated it, came back, played the rest of the game, and continued to play. Then later on in the season, Denise, after it gave him a lot of trouble, he was never the same on it throughout last season. It got hurt in a very pivotal moment. He had to have surgery, and then they effectively replaced him in his spot this year. I would like to hope that they're looking at Rhea Ripley and saying, hey, if your kneecap is popping out, maybe we should limit your pitch count a little bit. You can do some stuff, but maybe you shouldn't be working full matches for a little bit and making sure you're safe because she hasn't been working a lot lately. She's been working very quick matches. She's been working live events here and there, but again, I don't know how long those matches are. Like, I don't I don't have video of them or anything. I think 10 minutes was one of them that we see. But in the past month or so, it's been two or three matches, all with Natalia. One was a squash. I'm okay with this if they're giving her time to heal up. Right, but Rhea Ripley's a champ, and I do think that they need to give her some. Uh, she right now mainly feels... I think they need to do more with Rhea Ripley in terms of this is literally the person that's one of the most over people that you guys have right now. She is on the verge of just hitting new levels in her career. And if you keep doing this with her every week, you're going to kind of kill a little bit of that momentum. I think they need to shake things up with Rhea Ripley and give her some good challenges some good opponents some something good because if this is what we're getting the last couple of weeks it's not great well we've got uh raquel rodriguez losing via dq to trish stratus i thought this was a very smart way to book this you've also got raquel watching Rhea, which is very interesting to me but trish and raquel have a match i thought it was a pretty decent match as well and I liked the way that it finished. Now, Trish had said before this, like she did a, a backstage promo with Zoe. And Zoe is straight up being like, I'm winning this, not you, which I like. Because Zoe is not going to be Trish's bitch. She's not going to just sit there and let Trish take this opportunity. She wants it too. But I thought this made an awful lot of sense. This was a rare DQ that made a lot of sense. It followed a pretty good match. You cannot pin Trish. You cannot pin Raquel. But when the hell else are you going to do this match? Probably never. Probably never going to have this match. Becky understandably attacks Trish. Raquel is now pissed off. Trish gets into that match. Raquel is going to have some beef with Becky. You've got that face off. You've had Raquel facing off with Rhea. 
That match has got to happen at some point. Raquel stays protected. Trish moves on. You set up multiple programs. I thought this was a really smart way to book this. And it was one of those situations where a DQ worked out well. How did you feel? I actually really loved this match for what it was. I thought this was like the best thing that they've done with Raquel this whole entire time. We've been talking about how, oh, Raquel's on the precipice of becoming this. Raquel is on the verge of becoming a big star. She's going to be there. All of that. We've mentioned this. And the thing is, though, that they weren't really doing anything too spectacular with Raquel. And today, this match with Trish Stratus, I want to give a lot of credit to Trish here because I thought that she went in there and she sold the hell out of everything that she was doing today. And what really worked was that, you know, clearly Raquel is a lot taller, a lot larger in size, and Trish is a lot more on the petite side. And when she went in there, there were a couple of moments that really stood out to me. And one of them was when Raquel literally grabbed Trish Stratus and just had her like shaking her. I mean, she was shaking this woman like she weighed five pounds. It was crazy. And the way that Trish showed it because her she was kind of like leaning backwards. So it almost kind of felt like she was going to be snapped in half. And yes, that lariat that she did. That was going to be the second one that I called out because holy cow. Trish sold that so freaking well. And so it was those, those were a couple of the moments that really stood out to me in this match that I really enjoyed. And so I would love to see them run it back, by the way, I don't care how they do it or how they work their way to it, but I want to see them run it back with them. And the other thing with the finish and everything, I, I, I liked that even though, because they could have done this and made Becky look really dumb, but the way that Becky was kind of, like, damn, I know exactly what I did. I messed up. This was my fault. I love that they made it very clear instantly that she knew it was her fault, that she messed up. And the, you know what? The heels got one in on her. The, the, the backstage moment that we had with Rhea Ripley and Raquel was great. Everyone knows a lot of their history in NXT. And I think that's something that if we were to run it back on the main roster, not only would it give Rhea Ripley a feud that people cared about, but also it would put Raquel on a different level just to be able to have a program with Rhea Ripley and actually show a little bit more than what we've been seeing. And then, of course, like you mentioned, we are going to have to see Becky Lynch and Raquel because Raquel got screwed because of Becky Lynch. Even though it was an accident, she still got screwed by her and they got to circle back to that so i thought they did a lot of good in this whole entire thing i loved it this was one of my favorite things on raw today i loved this i thought this just made a ton of sense i enjoyed it this was a good time hunter tillman says can someone please get kevin patrick off commentary good lord he's terrible sorry not sorry He's a wonderful, nice guy. I, I'm not a fan of his his work, uh, at least on Raw. Says, thank you, Becky. Mother Trish is in the Money in the Bank ladder match. I am very excited to see Trish in a Money in the Bank ladder match. KE775 says, you think Raquel is added to Money in the Bank next week since Becky kind of screwed her over? The Raw women's division is in bad shape. Rhea never wrestles. I'm okay with Rhea healing up a little bit. You're not going to take her off or take the title off of her. You can mask it by just having her crush people in the meantime. And everybody will buy it. Everybody will buy it. Um, I think that based on what we, I think the original plan was to have her crush even more people than what we've seen, but maybe this slowed that down. But uh, I think that it's going to come together. This Money in the Bank will be pivotal for storytelling in that division. 
K775 says, adding my previous post, it feels like Becky Trish needs something drastic. Maybe Becky completely snapping her interference and Raquel's lack of reaction to it made no sense. Do you think at SummerSlam, what we're getting is Becky versus Trish one-on-one, or do you think we're getting Becky and somebody versus Trish and Zoe? I would I would like them to see I would like it to be just one on one but I think at this point Zoe has done so much damage that she also has to be part of this and we just saw Becky Tristratus and granted it was really good but do you really want to run it back so soon again or just you know save it until SummerSlam right so I think that they could do the the tag team match I don't know if you can necessarily explain having right now Raquel and Becky team I don't necessarily think they should team given that Raquel got screwed and she should be angry she had the same reaction that Ricochet had last week where I felt like they didn't show enough anger out of being screwed uh even more so actually Raquel did need to show just a little bit more anger right there but uh I, I do think that they could do a tag team match but would it be uh, who I- would she team with though Raquel or am I missing someone in this storyline no, just I think uh, any big legend like I think Beth would be cool to have Beth just or what like, if they bring back there. Lita? Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Bron- Bronson Reed defeated Shinsuke Nakamura. This was a lot of fun too. Like I, I just want to see the triple threat already. I want to see them all beat each other up. Bronson Reed needed a win badly, otherwise you can't take him seriously. Uh, his finish is very, very over. K775 says, on a happy, positive note for Bronson Reed, hopefully they can continue to build him as a guy who's a credible challenger for uh, the IC or World Heavyweight titles. I would have thought he could have been built as a credible challenger for the World Heavyweight title, but now he's lost so much that now he's going to need a lot more building up. Uh, Ricochet was ringside for this. One of my favorite things was Corey Graves, who had been talking about the Trish magazine nonstop for like an hour, showed Ricochet, and Ricochet looked legitimately interested. He goes, oh, what's that? Corey goes, oh, it's a magazine. It's got Trish on it. I love that. But uh, this match, what, what were your thoughts? I thought that this was fine. I loved every like all of the big spots that they did, especially Bronson doing the shoulder tackle, like the running shoulder tackle off the the ring apron. That was really cool. And but here's the thing, though, and this is the week that I think that they've done the best job of this. But I haven't been feeling this story. Like I didn't like the way that they kind of set this all up with putting Shik- Shin. Oh, Shik- I was gonna say Shikashay. <laughs> I was putting in Shinsuke and Ricochet's name together. Shinkashay. Um, with wow. Shinsuke and Ricochet, the way that they added them to the money in the bank with Bronson Reed after he had beat them up, I thought that was kind of lame. So I wasn't too big of a fan of that. And I personally just feel like even though I'm interested in Bronson in particular. And I just want them to give him a little bit more of a personality. Like, is it like, I don't, I want to hear him talk more. Am I, yeah, like, am I, I the only too. one here? I don't know. I no, kind of want to no. hear him talk more. I, I want to know I liked, more. I like the Mr. Nice Guy idea they were doing. I thought that was, that was pretty good. Like they give up on stuff like that after one or two weeks. Like I remember Karrion Cross was basically doing the Sean O'Hare uh, vignettes and they were really, really good. And they just stopped. So I wish they would embrace that a little bit more. But I am excited to see a uh, triple threat between these three. Because this is the type of thing. You put it on TV. You say this is a top contendership match for the IC title. And then they have a humper. They have stakes. 
it matters. People are invested. And then the next person can go. And I think it'd be kind of cool if it were the next week and Gunther like kind of took advantage of the fact that they were really beaten down from this triple threat match. But also they had a, had a banger then. I think there's a lot of great ways to go with this. In ring, in ring wise, I care about this match. Story wise, I just don't. I'm with you there. Jambeard says they could do it where Becky and Zoe take each other out. A returning Lita is the one to cost Trish, and Trish was the one to take her out. Uh, that that could be a possibility. I see people mentioning Mickey James, and they're saying, "Oh, but Impact, she ain't never been under an Impact contract. Like the last couple years, she has never had a contract. She could do whatever the hell she wants. Doesn't matter." I would be um, so happy if they did something with Mickey James and Trish Stratus again. Are you kidding me? I'd be like, woof over the freaking moon. I'd I be so in love with match. it. Even if it sucks, I don't care. I'd be so in love with it. It was a great story. I really <laughs> yes. loved it. I would, I would, I think it needs to come full circle. I think yes, that would be very, please. very it'd be Trish and her understudy against Becky and Trish's former wannabe understudy. Like uh, Mickey wanted to be that so badly. Well, Denise is headed to Toronto this weekend. I'm heading to London next week. She's in LA right now. I'm in Kentucky right now. I'll be in Cincinnati next week, all over the map. And thankfully, we stay protected with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Now, we've told you about how it shields your data from snoops and criminals. Uh, I'll be able to listen to all my favorite shows abroad. I am a fan of Naked and Afraid XL. Denise watches Naked and Afraid XL. My God, I'm going to be watching it thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. But here's the great thing. I'll be watching it on all my devices. I'm heading over to the UK. I don't know what it is that I'll have over there in that hotel. Will it be a smart TV? Well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to have my Surface Pro. I'm going to have my uh, laptop. I'm going to have my phone. I'm going to have all that stuff. And NordVPN works on all that on one subscription. All your devices, all your interfaces, whether it be Windows, uh, Windows, uh, Mac, Android, iPhone, all that good stuff. Doesn't matter. Uh, NordVPN.com slash Fightful works on all that. And protect yourself on that public Wi-Fi. So I'm going to the hotel, going to the O2 arena, going to be at the airport, going to be at restaurants, and I'll be connecting to that Wi-Fi. And I want to make sure that Snoop's don't want to take advantage of that shoddy security and break into public Wi-Fi networks and spy on my data. I encrypt it with NordVPN. Like I said, every device your own, when I'm at home, I just put it on my router and it works on everything. They got a password manager, file encryption tool, a whole lot of options for that threat protection. Like I always tell you guys, 24-7 tech support so they can teach you how to use it as well. NordVPN.com slash Fightful, a 30-day money-back guarantee. Denise, you're a Naked and Afraid fan. Yeah, I've been for years. Are you kidding wow, me? me? I like too, that show. I, Did you watch I like it last because... night? <laughs> no, I, I've been watching like some of the old episodes. It's been a while since I've watched it, but I, I, I'm kind of messed up. I like, when, I like when the people can't build the fire because they go in and they're like, I have 20 years of experience in this, this, and that, and I'm great at this. And then they go in and they're like, it's just not working. The fire's not working. I'm sitting, I'm sitting there on my couch like this. <laughs> what a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all suck. I like to, I like Loser. to talk shit. <laughs> so yeah, I watch, I, I, I do watch that to talk smack. And then there was one episode I remember where like 
you know how they kind of have to get together for body heat and obviously they're naked and there was one guy who was married and he didn't want to do body heat with the girl and the girl was like dude what the hell like if we're gonna survive you need to do this with me and the guy was like no and they ended up getting eliminated because the guy didn't want to do body heat with this girl and i'm like why are you gonna go on to the show knowing full well that that's a way to survive and because like you know you don't want to do it so anyway so that was there's some interesting ones i'm a big fan big fan of it watch it all the time um Judgment Day promo after all this beatdown. I thought it was a good Judgment Day promo. It hit a lot of spots because right now Rhea is the champ. Damian Priest is coming off last month, the biggest match of his career. You've got Dominic Mysterio about to have one of the biggest matches of his career. And you got Finn Balor about to have one of the biggest matches of his career. They, well, specifically Dominic, challenges Cody to find two friends to face him later in the night. So backstage, we see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And, well, if you subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, you would have known that this was the match that was going to happen. Best $5 in the business. But they're talking to Imperium, and all of a sudden, Sami's like, no, 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 no. Let's wait till next week. Let's handle this. My favorite part of all this is that Akira Tozawa comes up and offers his services to Cody Rhodes. And Cody goes, I'll take that into consideration. And then Cody goes, love the hair. I love your hair. But Kevin Owens is like, well, we were going to accept it, but Tazawa. <laughs> and he gets mad about it. I loved everything that threaded in, out, and around Akira Tazawa here. It helped everybody out. This was a fun thing backstage. And also, it's nice to see Cody interacting with like every, a lot more people on the roster. It, it, doesn't ma- it makes him look less pretentious. Because a lot of times they'll just have these people exist in a world of their own and they'll never interact with people on the lower card. <laughs> so when they came out together, I was wondering if they had done it on purpose because of the hair, by the way. Yeah. And so when Cody actually mentioned the hair, I actually popped for that too. So I did That's like that great. they did that. It was really funny. But should I get into the match now or what? Well, no, we, backstage Kevin Owens is talking about... <laughs> how he's trying to idiot-proof his life, and he only gets mad at idiots. Somebody ran into him. I wish I could remember who this was that ran into him because I've seen them before. But they spilled some water on him. He's like, oh, I'm I'm not upset at him. He couldn't have helped it. I'm just trying to avoid idiots. And then they run into Riddle. And I love that Sami Zayn is so excited to see Matt Riddle. And Kevin Owens is like, no, (laughs) no. He said he doesn't, I, have, he doesn't have an anger problem. He has an idiot problem, which is apparently a quote from King of the Hill. There you go. Well, that's a good one. That's yeah. what I'm all about. I no, like I love that. Hill. That was so funny. But I also loved this whole thing, and I tweeted this out. Was it? Re- Do you watch Friends? I have watched Friends. Yeah. Do I mean, you remember I, the, I, the episode where Ben Stiller is the super angry guy who like keeps snapping and he's dating Rachel and Ross is trying to Ross is the only one that knows that he has an anger management anger management problem and he keeps snapping. And there's an episode where Ross accidentally spills coffee on him and he's like yelling at him and this and that. Oh, my God. It was so funny. I, I actually really like that episode, but also. Uh, uh- that sounded terrible, Sean. Why would you put that on there? I put a lot of stuff on there. I've got I've got a lot of things on there. This my... sounds like, really? I'm not even going to say what it sounds like. 
I got a I got a lot of things sitting in my meme folder. Um on your stream yard? Who does that? Me. Like what? Sit. Bitch. You're taking up storage on your stream yard for this. There's no storage, is there? I don't care. No. I'm just trying to scold you. I mean, come I on. Even... Good stuff on here, Denise. Like No, it's There's like way better stuff that you can put. I, listen, I don't like to uh I don't like to restrict myself. Do you look at that, Kevin? It's the police. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thumbs up. So they have a match. The baby faces win. It's a solid match. It's a fun one. Explosive. Cool, entertaining. Everyone hit yeah. their spots. Yeah, uh, I I enjoyed it. It made a lot of sense to me. Baby faces are going to win this. Um, I do feel like Judgment Day could have stood to win. No, but, oh but, God, no. But here's the situation you're in. Which of those baby faces are you going to pin? None of them. You yeah. can't pin any of them. So that's that's the well, conundrum there. Well, you could there. pin KO just to so that he could snap about it next week and be all pissed. I don't know. That's the only that's one that I can find true. some sort of reason or example for. Yeah. yeah that, but to me, I don't think you can afford to pin any of those yeah. guys. But even though I do think Judgment Day needs a big, big win before next weekend. Justin McLean says, imagine Tazawa goes to Cody next week with a neck tattoo. That would be great. He could get those two week. They're doing that, you know. They have yes. those two week tattoos that you can do. I almost got one in Las Vegas when I was last there. <laughs> I thought about it about getting like those two week tattoos, <laughs> just for fun. Bugs said I was there. L.A. Knight, Seth, K.O. Sammy were more over than Cody. How's Mania looking? Cut us, cut a promo on us, and said that he'd run out of gas before SummerSlam. Listen, I don't know why there's a like a necessity to compare it to Cody. Listen to the woes every single week. They ain't going anywhere. He ain't getting booed. They're not going to not cheer for Cody. There's going to be some places where he's not the most over guy, but I am interested if you're at the venue. Uh, really, if you go to any of these shows, please hit me up and tell me who you think got the big, biggest reactions live. I'm very interested in finding that out. But um, I thought this was, was an okay show, Denise. Again, I feel like I could have watched the highlights and been all right, but... I've been feeling that way about Raw for months. Yeah, but I mean, compared to what we were covering two years ago. Oh, yeah. This feels like How do we survive? I don't even know how we survived that. I don't know. Um, It it was not good. It was not good for a very, very long time. Or uh, as as our friend would say, Denise, this show... It is not the greatest. It it's sounds trash. It's, it's, it's trash. It's, it's trash. Yes. It is. By the way, Izzy now is a super fan. fan. I Taylor was like, Swift. what? 
Taylor Swift super fan. I was so excited to get it? her to. I was so excited to get her to say that that was trash on the air. I, I was know. so excited. And now look at her. Now she's going to the Eras tour. I'm like, it happens. To, and I said it. I said it on that show. She was going to become I, a fan. And look at her now. She did. She did. She's uh, training for wrestling now too. Very very proud of Izzy. She puts in the work and. You know, the weird shit that she has to deal with on a daily basis from weird people that are like, oh, but you're on NXT years ago, so I'm going to be mad at you. Man, these people got to get a life. Uh, and I'm very excited for her to turn that into heat one day and absolutely heal on them. <laughs> I can't wait because I happen to know for a fact that Izzy can cut a bro better promo than a lot of wrestlers that I've seen already. Oh, wow. See, yeah. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. Ooh. Denise, what do you got going on? All right. Same thing as always. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That's the place to be. I have a ton of videos going up there and multiple live streams. Guys, uh, we finally got over 90,000 subscribers. We're going to upload a bunch more shorts. We've been kind of behind the boat on that, but we've got a bunch coming to uh, to YouTube, we're going to be doing a lot more TikToks, Instagram, and Facebook Reels, things like that. We had over 1.3 million views on one of our Facebook videos the other day. So big thank you to the, you guys for that. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Make sure you guys tune in uh, throughout the week because we just have just a dumb amount of content that is coming towards you guys. Until next time. We're out.